friends, and welcome back to the Adventures of Stuffers podcast. I feel like I have not posted a new episode in what seems like forever. It honestly, it has been forever. I've kind of been off the rails doing too many things, and now we're we're recentering ourselves in a new format. If you're on YouTube, then you're looking at my beautiful face and Holly's beautiful face. If you're not, then you're just hearing our voices, and that's okay too. But, spoiler alert, I have my friend, who I think was on episode 22, as she likes to let me know. I have Holly back. Hello, Holly. <laughs> Look at us. We're 10 and 10 making our YouTube debut. Yeah. Um, yeah, I use, I'm using Holly as a tester test to see if I can if I can do this YouTube thing. I honestly when I watch podcasts, I like watching the conversations. So now you can see how I talk with my hands and that <laughs> might not be a good thing, but that's fine. That's fine. We'll see. Um any guests that aren't comfortable with their video, it'll just be like the standard like my podcast logo, but with those that are okay with it, we're gonna we're gonna do this so hello <laughs> hello um there are a few things me and me and holly have some really deep conversations so this should come to no surprise that we're we're about to get a little deeper dive into a few different things this is also going to act as our little a little catch-up chat honestly if y'all don't have marco polo it's a very it's like a i want to say it's like a walkie-talkie but video yeah 10 out of 10, recommend. Like, I, I'm reading and I'm, like, screaming at, at her <laughs> through the phone. I'm just like, why did you make me read this? This book is making me so mad right now. It was, it was pretty great. That was literally last night. I just want to let you know. Not sponsored yeah. by Marco Polo, but highly recommend our, you check it out. This is our catch-up episode, but we literally have been talking, like, every Correct. day. <laughs> Correct. We're just diving a little deeper into the things that we normally talk about anyway. So we're going to go into some book chat. I have made my way onto book talk on TikTok and like people are recommending books or I'm just, there are these like, I don't want to say spicy, but they are like reenacting the plot of a book without the, the, the raunchiness of it. Mm -hmm. And I gotta say... They make me want to read the book just because, like, you see it from someone else's perspective, not just the writer's. So I think mm -hmm. that that's pretty cool. Um, we're also going to talk about social anxiety and kind of, like, I sometimes. went on a trip recently. <laughs> we have friends we hang out with sometimes, and I kind of just wanted to dive into that aspect because that plays into kind of where I've been, what I've been dealing with, what I've been feeling. Because y'all, I've been feeling some type of way and I just, I think we should kind of delve into it uh, just a little bit. Yeah, let's, that's let's just, just a little bit. Um, I mean, it's kind of the reasoning why we <laughs> fall to the books anyway. <laughs> so I figured it would all just be a cohesive It all little, ties in. It's like a book club chat just diggling a little deeper to tie that yeah. even into disney look at us love. full circle yeah. we love it um all right so social anxiety i think that'll be the best way to kind of start this convo because all right. 
I think books are the coping mechanism at this point. So I think that we got to lay, really lay it out. <laughs> so I, if you didn't listen to the last episode, I went on a trip, you know, I did some things, saw some friends that I don't normally see. And uh, I came back from that trip and I was like running on E. I, it's one of those things where I go on a trip or I'm like planning a trip and I'm like, oh, I miss these people so much. Like, I'm so happy that I'm going to be around them. It's really the planning that makes me happy, I think. But like, I'm happy that I can do like plan this trip and have this experience with my close friends that I don't see every day. And then you get on the trip and you're just like, this is so much like, Okay, I've planned the trip, but now the execution is like, okay, well, there's this many people and I want to ensure they're having a good time. And I feel like this sense of responsibility, even though it's their experience, I'm like projecting my like, is this going to be a good time? Like, are they all going to get along? Because we also had like new friends join into not new. So there were two that aren't new friends because pe- people have met at our wedding, but there were two new friends, my friends from the UK that came, and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope they get along, and I knew that people had, spe- like, similar interests, but I was like, oh no, and then there's that whole, I'm going to be spending so much time with you, and it was like two days, it was like, we went to one park together, and then some people, like, went into the next day, and we hung out there, and I'm like, I love these people. I don't see them a lot. I love these people. I don't see them a lot. And I was kind of just telling myself that over and over again. And then I feel bad when I get home and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how people do this every single day. (laughs) I'm just like, I then feel bad when I get home and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to see these people for who knows how long. So then you have that like yearning and you're already missing them, but you're also like, mm-hmm. bro, you, you're exhausted from just right. this little, little two day situation. And I just, yeah, you did it on a smaller scale. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's kind of different. Cause I, my like intimate friend group, like I work with them also. <laughs> So I see them, like, pretty much every day, but, like, we do a really good job of balancing, like, work and play, you know? Like, so, I don't know. It's fine. I mean, but... But does that make it harder in some ways? So I'm friends with people I work with. Like, Mm -hmm. how do I say this? I don't know. At my old job, we were, like, work friends, and then if you take away the work... There was, like, a disconnect, and there wasn't, you know? know. And now with this job, like, I have the – I have other connections with the people I work with, and I think that we're, like, normal friends. Yeah. So is there some sort of – No, like I said, like, we do a really good job of, of like, separating work and play. Like, (laughs) I will go, like, texting one of them, like, something about work, and then, like, they'll answer about work, and then, like, two seconds later, it's, like, sending them some, like – random text message or whatever asking about like their kids or whatever um so like we do a really good job i think like bouncing like when we do get together we we do talk about work but like we also like that's like we have other interests that we're all similar to um so i don't know it's not really different but it's still just like having to socialize with 
people, no matter how well you get along with them, is still exhausting. And I think that's important to, like, I, so I have, shout out to Michael, because I don't know if you're going to listen to this anytime soon, because you got to catch up a little bit, (laughs) but, so, like, I don't see Michael as often as I used to. Like, when we were in high school, uh, after school, I would see him if I didn't have, like, drama, like, we would do, like, days off together, all those things, and now that we're older, and I don't, I'm, I'm, I can see Michael making a face, and it's like, now that I've moved out of Florida, it's very much we see each other once, maybe twice a year. I think this year – is it this year or was that last year? Honestly, all my years are mixed up now. Yeah. But I feel like this year has been a year where we've seen each other a lot more. Maybe that was last year. I genuinely – now I'm, like, doubting myself. But we don't see each other a lot. Yeah. But even in those situations, I'm very much – my comfort level – Hey, you can come over and let's chill at my house, lay on the couch, and, yeah. like, be bums. It, there's, oh, like, yeah. something where you're out of your environment. Like, even going to, like, his house or, or you know, other things like that, there was a level of comfort in high school, but now I just feel like we're adults and we need to go experience things. Right. And, like, he wants to take me this place or I want to take him this place, and I, like, right. try to get out of my comfort zone that way. Right. But that runs me on E. I don't know right. how people no, do that. <laughs> and I think, like, that's kind of, I don't know, like, in that little friend group of mine, like, they all know that my ideal space is, like, everyone, like, I basically tell them, like, you're welcome to just come over. If you're not feeling social, like, just come over and just exist with me on the couch. <laughs> so they all kind of know like that's where I stand when it comes to social events. Like they don't really expect me to be at every social event. Um yeah, so see that's know. the thing though. I just and then I have some sort of guilt, I think, because it's oh, like yeah. I do want to see my friends. I do want there's parts of me Honestly, maybe this is just my, how my brain works. There are parts of me that are like, I crave an adventure. Given nine times out of ten, my adventures are going to Universal or, yeah, you know, going to Orlando. But, with steppers. <laughs> well, yes. Here we a are. multitude of things. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like when I – in my head, and this is how things have changed in this short uh, shout out. We've been doing this podcast for – a year now, Ooh, a little a year and two months yeah. now that when you're listening to this, um, when I originally coined this whole adventures with stars thing, it was very much I had planned a trip to Canada. I had our honeymoon. I had like aspirations to oh, go yes. to like Ireland and Australia and like all these places. And where am I going? Orlando. Where have I been going? Orlando. And That's I. A party. <laughs> that's and honestly that's like my comfort it's like going going it's to like going to disneyland for some for people you. i was gonna for, say for yeah, you because yeah, i've never been me. there still <laughs> yeah. haven't been it's fine come fine. on next year next year is the plan see and there we go another adventure <laughs> but <laughs> i just feel some like guilt of course like not seeing them well, as I often think, and not visiting as often i think there's this like there's this social expectation that you have to be social or like when people are in town, you have to see them kind of thing. And it's hard. Like I have a friend who 
he lives in Japan and has lived in Japan for many years. And he reached out to me like when he was in town and he's like, hey, I'm in town. Can I see you and your husband? I was like, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to lie. Like, I love him. He was like my brother in high school. I love him. And I hadn't seen him for three years because Japan was really like strict with the COVID shutdown. So he was able to like get out. <laughs> um, I hadn't seen him in like three years. And even then I still felt guilty. Like, oh man, I really like don't want to see him. Even though like I love him to death. And of course, naturally, like we went to dinner and then like hung out afterwards. And like, of course, it's great, like in the moment and like during or like and afterwards for the most part. But it's still just like prepping yourself to be social is exhausting. <laughs> and I think, and like, like, you know, worrying and stuff. And yeah, yeah and I that's the thing, though, you you don't see somebody for so long. And there's that expectation of like, yes. if you say no, then it's like, oh, you don't want to see me or like, you know, right, who knows exactly. when you'll see them again. And I'm right. like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. And I'm just like, also, I'm just like, I just want to. And it honestly, what do I really do in my free time? I sit here on my computer, play video games. <laughs> I am right, um, yeah. reading more. I'm. But you know what? Just like with everything else, this is what I have to remind myself is, is like, you know, I take care of myself, my physical health by going to the gym every day. You know, people do therapy, you know, and that's how they take care of their mental health. Still not on that path, but you know. It's, I'm just saying, like, for example, like, this is what people help with. Social health, it's the same thing. Like, we don't want to do it. Like, who wants to go to the gym? Who wants to do therapy? People. Who wants... Yeah. <laughs> who... Uh, yeah. That's true. Not but, us, but, but I people. Mean, like, raise your hands, though. Like, if, you, if you're... Okay, I don't know. If you're actually one of those people, like, good on you. Like, you are succeeding in life. <laughs> but <laughs> majority of people I know don't want to go to the gym, don't want to do therapy, don't want to go to church or whatever your religious aspect is, however you religiousize worship. <laughs> I was like, she's looking for a word and it's just not going to come out right at all. But yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So like social health is like the same thing. You but know? no one like, talks about social health because I think, I think it's lumped with <laughs> mental health, but also yeah. it's very... It's, it's very different. It's I, like, um, I don't know what the other one is. I mean, you know, they have like the whole seven dimensions of health and wellness. I'm, sh I'm sure there are. There I, are. I'm, I don't I, doubt I it. I wrote a whole thesis about it. Like, it's super important. I love it. It's super, like, you know, people talk about physical and mental health. They don't talk about all the other ones. That's for another podcast day. We can totally dive deep into that. Um, but, like, it's the same. Regardless, whatever health, no one actually wants to put in the work for their health, right? It's hard. It's it's hard. It's I can't confirm. Easier. It's can't way confirm. easier to just sit on your couch and, like, don't do anything for your physical health. It's way easier to not take care of your mental health and just go on a rampage. I don't know. <laughs> it's I way mean... easier. You know, like... Financial health is another thing. It's way easier to spend money than it is to save money. Um, so <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. I have I have what uh, the people in the biz call self control. 
You gotta look at the bigger picture. I do. I mean, the, uh, let me tell you, there are plenty of things. Universal crap. <laughs> How many times have you been Universal this year? <laughs> but that is accounted for. It is okay. also helping my mental. I don't know. Okay. No, I. Well, for meanwhile, like, I'm pretty material sure I went things. on a shopping spree like every single day. Like, I'm yeah, pretty well. sure I have six packages in the mail right now. <laughs> I mean, but sometimes. That doesn't happen very uh, often, but when it does, I'm like, oh, cool. We're spending another hundred dollars on shirts. I mean, I have so many shirts. I don't need another pair of shirts. I mean, a hundred dollars is honestly pretty low key because I spent, let's not talk about it. Do you see that thing right, right there? That, mm, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's not talk about how much that was. And like, I pre-ordered it. So like, it was an expense I had already planned. Right. But it's it's fine. Also, I looked up the seven dimensions of wellness. It is mental, yes. physical, social, financial, spiritual, environmental, and vocational. Yes. These dimensions are interdependent and influence each other. And you are very correct. They do. They're, yes, they, they I do. love it. I, um, it's probably one of my biggest passions of health, honestly, is talking about all seven dimensions. But basically, circling back, <laughs> social health, no one well, talks about okay. it. Hold on a second. I was going to say, no one actually wants to socialize, <laughs> but <laughs> Some I people forgot don't. that there's, like, majority, 50% at least that are extroverted out there that probably really enjoy the people, and I just, sorry, I can't. I don't. I don't enjoy people, which is funny because I literally have been working with people since I was 16, and... But I think... That contributes to it, though. So I am not... You can ask Michael. Michael, I'm giving you a lot of shout-outs this episode. You can ask Michael. I was the most... Ooh. How do I... How do I tread carefully with the words I'm about to say? I was very social. Make them up like me. <laughs> I was very social. There was... There and at our high school, there were, like, cliques, but we all kind of came together because I think that the electives that were offered at my high school, like, they melded everyone together. So you could be a jock, but you probably had drama class with me. Or, like, you can be, you know, a huge nerd and had TV production and kind of sat in the back and did your own thing and whatever. But we, like, melded at some point. So I was very much in various social circles and to me, and probably to Michael, now that I think about it, how, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a whole nother conversation. But I think within, we were such a tight-knit group at our high school because we all congregated on, like, the third floor of our building. We were, you know, always in each other's classes doing each other's things. And then I did drama and TV production on the side, so then I got, like, more people from that aspect and then I think, you know what I think it is, is that I was in a toxic relationship where a lot of that was not taken from me because that sounds a little aggressive, but it was very much, it was one of those relationships where it was just about that person and you find yourself isolating from like the rest of everything you ever do and then I lost my dad, so then I went off the rails in terms of kind of just doing whatever I wanted, and I didn't really care about the consequences. And through that experience, I kind of put myself in a bubble. And I think 
you to like refine yourself. But have I done that? We're about to get really like deep here. I'm so I didn't really mean to get this deep. It was like supposed to be surface level deep. But I don't know if I've if I've I think we're all finding ourselves. Always. You know? Like I think that's what life is about is like Is it creating the person that you strive to be. But when do you ever and hit that person? When like, you're on your deathbed. Okay, but seriously, like... No, I don't know. That is something that I... And, like, me and Jackson have talked about kind of, like, going back to, like, financial wellness. But it's, like, you work and you grind so hard because our generation is very much... You were pushed to go, you know, go to school, go to college, get an education, get a degree to get you a better life. Then you get a degree and you're like, okay, well, this degree isn't getting the job that I signed up for or I was aspiring to get to. At least that's my case and a good chunk of the friends that I know. There are some people that have their degree and it helped them pursue great careers. Good on them. Lucky for them. Happy for them. I just, we go through this grind for what? And I think that that goes into... Like what you just said about spending $100 on clothes. Okay, you spend $100 on clothes, but that doesn't mean you're not just going to grind again, go back to work, and do the cycle all over again. Because that's how we're conditioned to be. So where's the line of living your life and living, f and l living to achieve the life that you're hoping to reach in like a later whatever? Yeah. But to go back to being social and like going rewinding a little bit the life that I used to live just isn't the life that I that I am living now and I don't necessarily regret that at all I don't think being social is a lot of work and the people who are naturally extroverted and naturally people pe pe people 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 what's the people. word <laughs> like, the naturally people people. Yeah, the naturally people people. I just, in my head, that sounded not what I was saying. Like, yeah. those people I give so much props to because I can be a host. How do I say this? I can be a host. I can be a planner of the party. But I can't I be, like, the like MC it. of the party. And I don't want to be, like, the person of the hour. Like, that's not yeah. – I like yeah. very much behind-the-scenes stuff. And I've always been yeah. that way. Like – when I got into drama, I was the head tech. I was not the actor on the stage, which honestly, a lot of people are shocked when I say that because they're like, you have such a personality and I don't disagree. I have, I, you know, I can talk to, you know, like you have plenty of conversations with me. So, you know, the kind of person that I am and the jokes that I crack and the things that I say that are like, why are you like this? And I'm just like, this is me. But a lot of people don't see that side of me. Like even this, even even doing this, a lot of people get like snippets of the kind of person I am. Or if you listen to Daz Does Disney every, out every Monday, you see snippets. But that also takes social like that that takes a lot out of me as well yeah for sure um going back to like the self-identity crisis ish that you're having i guess like when you find out 
who exactly you are. I do believe it's a work in progress. I don't think there is like an ending point to it because life is about experiences. And with those experiences, you kind of find out, you know, what is that you like. I don't think anyone really truly finds their self-identity. Like there's not like an ending goal kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's just a constant work in progress. And that's, see, but that's the beauty of life is because we're always evolving and always changing and things like it's a roller coaster, just like we talked about, like when we, on our last episode um, about grief, it's like riding a roller coaster. Like everything in life is like that. Yeah. It's I all about just, experiences. But and like. And how you, how you, um, what's the word? Like tackle those experiences, you know, like you're, you're given this opportunity to be social. Are you going to take it? Are you going to not? You have two paths. If and you that's take it the beauty you, of it. Yeah, if you take it and you're, and you're like, you know, that sucked and I hated that, <laughs> there's your life experience of maybe I'm not as a person, a people person. <laughs> we are struggling with words this morning. <laughs> or you don't take it and you're like, you know, I'm pretty content with where I'm at. Like, again life experiences that forms who you are you are being molded into this beautiful butterfly butterfly sure <laughs> so i don't think that there's an ending goal if anyone does feel like that they well and i don't think there should goal, be I would really like to know i also would like to know but i think when i say end goal i know as people there's always going to be something new you learn. There is absolutely no one on this planet, hopefully. I mean, there are very smart people on this planet. I don't think there's a person on this planet that knows everything that there is to know about the world, how it, how it functions, all those things. And we're always going to be learning new things. I just... I'm to the point in my life where I look at things at a, not a granular, granular level, because that's a little extra... Just with a bit more, why are we doing this the way that we're doing it? Or why does this function the way it functions? And I will say, I'm one of those people conditioned, you need to work a nine to five job, you need to grind, make money, have stability, you know, to live the best life that you can live type of, type of situation. My dad, go to trade school, learn a trade, grind work hard, give the best life you can to your kids, and then it kind of progresses from there. And then I look at the kids of today. Oh, God. And this is not, this is not a dig at any of my Gen Zers, because I have friends that are Gen Zers, and, like, very beautiful human beings. But the mentality is so different, because now... We're getting out of the grind culture mentality. A lot of them are social media this or going out and just going out and traveling and doing whatever they want to heck with everyone type of thing. Where's the balance? You know, you know what the balance I would like to see? Or like an example of a similar balance where I would like to see the bridge between these two worlds you know, when we were growing up, we were the types that played outside, but we were also the types 
that had America Online and we had the internet starting. We had like that whole social aspect. Mm-hmm. We still we still got outside and did our thing. We still got our tech time. That's the kind of bridge I want here. Now it's just gotten really bad where we're like glued to our phones and it's just a terrible, terrible thing. But mm-hmm. like when we were younger, I just want that kind of bridge and I just don't know. And I will say my phone and my computer, I've met some great people online and I've built my own community online. And I don't get as exhausted. Like, of course, because I'm in the comfort of my own home. Like y'all are here with me. Going out is hard. Like going out to dinner is hard. I don't want to physically get into my car and drive somewhere. I am a person who does not like driving anymore. I, I used to love it. I put pants on. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay I, I can put pants on, but like a bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has pants on. Like, but like a I'm bra, like that's a lot of work too. Like sometimes you just want to lounge and be weird. But going, tying this all into. We talk about it on Dawson's Disney at the end of the show. Take care of not just your physical physical health, but your mental health. Social health is also important. And I think something that I've learned or I've taken from talking to different people and hearing their different experiences is that there are some people that can go out every single day, live their best life, and are happy and go strong. There are people that live on the internet or online or in, in in their little nook book nook and just read and kind of just take a step away from all of that and then there are the people who I'm hoping that I fall into this category but I know I lean it's not like a it's not like a set scale and I think I lean just toward being a book nook person but the person who makes the effort to show up, but also makes the effort to know that, like, if I'm not at my best, I kind of just need to not. Mm-hmm. And I, I say that's where I identify. I, I like, that's my hope. I don't. I think so. I really don't know because. You're more I, social than you think. Like, yeah, you're probably, I don't, I don't know. If you're getting out there. But. <laughs> Am I getting out there? No. But when I was mean... the last time I turned on my car? When I went to Trader Joe's. But That's I my mean, thing, like, dude. I don't think social necessarily means you have to, like, be face-to-face with the person. But I think that that's, that's the so. difference with us, I think. Like, I don't know. Because that's not the same. Old, I think you have an old-school definition of socialize and that's my point i think that that right there is my point because yeah i feel an obligation Mm -hmm. i'm so sorry to any of my friends that are listening to this because you guys are not like (laughs) you guys are not some weight on my shoulder or like you don't inconvenience (laughs) me basically just an episode i don't want to be friends with y'all anymore (laughs) i feel some (laughs) obligation to see them in person yeah no i get that and like I do everything I can where I am to video chat, call, all these things, and I know that I fulfill that need, but somehow I still feel some sort of obligation where I need to get out of my comfort zone to go out and do whatever it is. 
And my compromise, because I'm so uncomfortable in social situations in person, is going to the theme parks. And I think that's probably not the healthiest, but also it's like my safe space where it's like I know at least I'm in my zone. You just said that you're going out of your comfort zone. To a comfortable place. No, and I think that's perfect. That's what you need to find. Like, my, I mean, if I go out and socialize, like, I'm not going to clubs. I'm not going out dancing. I'm not going to bars. dancing. Who is she? (laughs) Who is she? What's dancing? Only pot dance for, like, you know, 10 (laughs) years, but (laughs) won't go actually out to dance. (laughs) But, but, you know, like, I think you can put yourself outside your comfort zone, but still be in your comfort level. Like, I will go out with friends. That's being outside my comfort zone, but I'm not going so far out there that I'm putting myself in a position where I'm like, I hate everything about this situation. And I think that's okay with you. Like, you're putting yourself outside your comfort zone in your comfort space. And I think that's perfect. You have found it. Steffers, you found it. I found nothing. You're already, this is a... you're already there. You're already there. You're already good. Don't beat yourself up. I think you're doing a way better job socializing than you give yourself credit for. Don't give myself credit for much. Let's be honest. This is a show where, oh my gosh, you can, you all can see my facial expressions and like my hands moving, and it's just this is. I know. Me. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that <laughs> I'm playing with my hair, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're gonna think this chick. Don't know what to do with her hair. And for those, <laughs> and for those of you who just are listening to Spotify and we're in your ear, I think the main thing to take away is this is a very uncomfortable conversation. Not like in like a we don't feel comfortable talking to each other. It's just an uncomfortable topic to talk about because I think no one really delves. No, into it. no, they don't. And and I think we're getting to a point in the world or in society, whatever, where we're more prioritizing mental health, and that's fantastic. And, um, like, body body image issues, and, and we're really, like, becoming our best advocate for ourselves. I, but this affects, like, the smallest person. You know what I mean? Like, everyone goes outside. Well, maybe not everyone. Most people go outside, and most people go outside to socialize, and most people, like, how many people do you interact per day? You know what I'm saying? Like, and and to Holly's point, I very much have a, an outdated definition, I think, of socialization, and I don't, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I just think in my head, I have to realize that that is the case, because, you know, we're, we're built different, you know what I'm saying? That's okay, too. Find that balance, y'all. But on that same token, I cannot pronounce this word, but we're going to talk about the nine thing types. Enneagram. Yeah, sure. Enneagram, sure. Enneagram. Yeah, that says an E. Uh, Type one is the perfectionist. Type two is the giver. Type three is the achievement. Now everything makes sense as I'm reading the actual titles (laughs) of these things. Type three is the achiever. Type four is the individualist. Type five is the investigator. Type six is the skeptic. Type seven, the enthusiast. Type eight, the challenger. And type nine, the peacemaker. All of these are just clicking. So we thought it would be fun, (laughs) fun, to take 
a hopefully quick uh, hopefully quick yeah enneagram and and whatever dude you Although know we got time yeah we got Not time like we're doing anything <laughs> <laughs> Not getting out there so we're gonna we take this test okay are you a person that can read like can process and do this while we talk about something else because I think we should multitask. But if you can't multitask, oh god, she can't multitask. We'll find out. I'm a good, you know, that's my biggest strength that my boss has kept telling me. She's like, you're a really good multitasker. I'm like, yeah, I know, I am. But let's, I don't know, let's put it to the test. Let's see, let's see what happens. All right, you got this link <laughs> it open. Might just be, it might just be me looking at the computer screen like this while you talk to me. That's perfectly fine. We're gonna just start yeah, this test. The link. Let's go start. Oh, you can't. All right. By the way, if you click it, it goes to the next question. So you got to hit that. Back? That, like if you mess up and you click the wrong answer, you have you have to click back. Oh. It goes to the next question. So these are like, I don't know if your questions are the same. I'm just going to read mine. But like the first okay. question was rules easily annoy oh, yeah. me. That's the second question is I plan the next adventure before the current one is finished. <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to feel so personally victimized by this Enneagram quiz test hey. thing. Hold on. I plan the next adventure <laughs> for the current is finished. Do I? I don't know if I do, actually. Um, really see, this is the... So this is a scale of strongly agree, agree, neutral, disagree, and strongly agree. And anyone that's listening on YouTube, I'll put the link to this test in the description down below. Anyone on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it'll also be in the description below. But I don't really know if those links I put in there are clickable. But I am honestly very interested on what you all are, especially yeah. my close friends you know who you are i'm not gonna list out and rattle off they all these can things go to, did, you, did you say the name of the link personalitylabs.org Um, Hopefully are you doing this? Are we doing this like together together? No, no, no. You need to it sounds like you need some help to to you need to like go in front of me a little bit <laughs> cuz i'm okay. just but like just I know i'm reading the question but i okay. just i feel like these questions and I know why they ask these questions but I just feel personally victimized like these are very much on my heart and I'm just like why are you asking me this <laughs> like true this is all true oh like so true success prestige and recognition really matter to me like do they oh my gosh you're way out there i'm like i'm like deeply thinking about these questions like oh there's know. a circle on the top right like I'm oh just no watch, <laughs> just watching this circle go um so they're just very much gauging how i guess how you see yourself because i feel like me answering these questions one way and then people if they were to answer this for me would but do it a different way. Um, like this is about sensitivity, uncomfortability. Is uncomfortability a word? Yes. I really. I. I not someone. <laughs> someone fact check me. Comfortability. Okay. I'm gonna, I need to, like, highlight this question right now that I just it answered. It isn't technically a real word. Oh, well, discomfort. It's discomfort. <laughs> it is literally, that is the word. It's called discomfort, y'all. I could probably use a little more ambition. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's where I'm at. You got there? I don't know. Yeah, I did. Oh, I did I'm proud there. of you. I'm very proud of you. That question made me feel overwhelmed with all the things that I do. <laughs> me too. 
I'm just like, because you make like that mini list in your head, like, huh, do I need more ambition? And I'm just like, girl, do you have time for more ambition? Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of these are neutral because I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, neutral, neutral, neutral. Um, Domineering. That's a word. <laughs> that's a freaking word and honestly, I've never heard it. Are you Googling it too? <laughs> Asserting I mean, I one's will over another in an arrogant way. That sounds... Not nice. I, I um, mean, like, I knew what domineering meant. I know I what dominant means, but I've never heard of domineering. Respectfully. Like oh, speaking of the word respectfully, if y'all don't know and don't watch my streams, don't talk, like, don't talk to me on a day-to-day, -day, respectfully is a term that I have, uh... Your new favorite word. My new favorite word. <laughs> and that is coming to a merch shop near you, so stay tuned. Because <laughs> I need that shirt in my life. Because no one else, no no one else gets it more than me. I don't see much point in wallowing in negative emotions. When I begin to feel anxious, I tend to throw myself into distracting activities. I feel attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> this test is full of just... I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> but, you know... Even though it is frequently irrational, I sometimes worry whether people are talking about me behind my back. These are the uh, questions. And I don't even know how many questions. I want to say there's at least 20 questions in this test that we're taking. But it's easy for... It can go from... Even though it's frequently irrational, I sometimes worry about whether people are talking behind me behind talking about me behind my back. To it's easy for me to accept other people and they seem comfortable around me because I don't judge them. Like, it's very much all over the place, and they don't kind of all fit into a general theme. Like, they fit into a general theme, but, like, the questions will be sporadic. They'll, they'll target one part of your personality. What? Alright, so I had taken this- I'm, I'm gonna just out myself. I had- or I've already taken a test like this, but I haven't taken this one. Mm-hmm. These are some harder hitting questions. They are. Like, my yeah. head kind of hurts already. I'm not even halfway. <laughs> I'm a true romantic. Am I? <laughs> Can someone, like. Jackson? <laughs> I. Like, these. I don't even know if I want to come to terms with the real answer to these questions, which I think is like one of those things where you need to kind of to make this accurate. Like, what good is relative? Like, I'm quite unobtrusive and easy to get along with. Am I, though? Because, are you looking up unobtrusive? <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a while, and you know why? Because it does not apply to me. Oh, wait. No, it does apply to me. <laughs> I'm just going to let you ride this wave of trying to figure out what this is supposed oh to be. God. I I don't know. I formal. don't know. I'm not formal. formal. Literally, I'm not formal. You're lucky I'm, I'm wearing pants. Right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, 
Mm. Uh. Like, I don't think people are attracted to me, so now this question is, like... Because I impress them? Like... I'm not impressive. I just, like, am I? Like... This is gonna be a very interesting... I'm wondering, because I know what I am based off of right, my last same, test, so same. we're gonna tell you at the end. I haven't taken this one either. I see people doing a slack job. I go along with what others want unless I have a strong desire of my own, which I usually don't. Dang! I do. I am attuned to anything that might be dangerous and I am security conscious. In this world, I don't like commitment. Who wants to be locked into something, especially if something better presents itself? Girlfriend. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I come on pretty strong and can sometimes intimidate people. Do I intimidate people? I mean, I feel like I come on pretty strong, but I don't feel like I intimidate people. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm just, okay. No one, nobody likes to be intruded, intruded upon, but I hate it. What? That what? one doesn't make sense. I don't know. I am more temperamental than most, but it's because my feelings are so strong. I'm, I'm feeling so personally victimized by this test right now. I try to get super... I try to get closer to people by being generous with my time and energy. Sure. Yeah. I am meticulous wow. and fastidious. Fast, fast, how come I can pronounce that word, but I can't pronounce Enneagram? All right, whatever. Uh, eh. I see life as a struggle that I intend to win. Is there really any winning in life? Like... Honestly. Do I intend to win? <laughs> what is winning? Can you please define the definition of winning? I mean... Alright. I don't know. I'm on my way. I can go the distance. Sorry, I, there was a question Love that triggered thought. that, and I don't know why that... Oh. Yeah. Really oh! I tend to avoid conflict. I, okay, fun fact about <laughs> Steffers, I do not like conflict, and I do not like... Who likes conflict? There are people that are confrontational. There are people who That's are... That's not conflict. Is it? Confronting conflict? I don't know. I put one of them one in the confrontational same. Confrontational, to me, just means that you're not afraid to, like, stand uh, both. up. I'm, I'm okay. both. I'm, I'm don't like confrontation, and I don't like conflict. I don't like, uh... I don't like conflict, and I won't, like, go out of my way to confront someone, but, like, I will stand up for... Is that something different? I feel like they go hand in hand, and maybe oh. that's just me having not great uh, thinking. Like, I don't have that. I don't know. I just group them together, but maybe it's not. Because I feel like addressing something, like, uh, constructive criticism is different from confrontation but also i lump them because it sometimes it's a tough subject to tackle i think that that's what i do as i lump them all based off like how tough it would be to have a conversation in those different buckets and that's where i'm at what it's strange but i think that there is something beautiful about sadness have y'all seen marley and me have you seen inside out that's literally the moral of the story people 
Spoiler. It is. Spoiler alert. <laughs> to deal with the fear I always out. had, I'm always as nice and warm as people to what as possible towards everyone. I read people, not possible, and that was not the right words to use, and that's okay. Oh, come on, you have to pay. Shut up. You have to Shut pay. Shut up. No. You have to pay. Oh my gosh, we took that whole quiz. Wow. Should have just taken the other one. All right, whatever. We're going to go to the OG because we already know what we are. Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Oh, interesting. Hmm. Did okay, it work? So, well, I, yeah, Googling, Googling, like, the top part. What does the top part of yours say in that green box? Main, Main characteristics of your personality type. Yeah, what does that say? You are among the mystic philosophers of the world. You are not among the people of action, participating in the world, okay. interacting. All right. What? So, now that we've taken the test, on the first oh. test I took, I was a three. I, t I looked up yours. I looked up yours. Uh, How did you do that? I Googled, you are among the mystic philosopher, and then I put Enneagram. Oh. So, I looked it up. The first time I took this test, I was a three. This test, according to this other test, I am a type 2. Interesting. So, for perspective, a type 3 is the achiever. Threes want to be successful and admired by other people and are very conscious of their public image. Three, type 3s fear failure and not being seen as valuable by other people. And then type 2s, 2s want to be liked and find ways that can be helpful to others so that they belong. This type fears being unlovable. And in my opinion, I think I am a three, not a two. Mm -hmm. Like, I agree more with my first test than this one. Mm -hmm. And then you, originally, on the first test you took, mm -hmm. were a... Nine. Nine. So nines, the peacemaker. Nines like to go with the flow and let the people around them set the agenda. Type nines fear pushing people away by prioritizing their own needs and they tend to be passive. And according to Google, this you got type five on this next uh, test. Five seek understanding okay. and knowledge and are more comfortable with data than other people. The biggest fear of type fives is being overwhelmed by their own needs or the needs of other people. Interesting. Well, they do say with the Enneagrams, like if you get multiple like different answers mm -hmm. that you want to go by what each type's fear is and which of those fears you identify with the most. So I'm opening up my original because they send you like a report. So this first mm -hmm. one that I took from truity.com, I'll also link that below. So three was my biggest. Honestly, three and six are my biggest. Now that I'm looking at this, um, Honestly, all of these look huge except for one and four. Five is very low. But essentially, on my highlighted wheel, three, six, and eight are looks like my top three, and then two, and then one and four. What's six? The skeptic. That sounds on brand with me. And what's eight? Eight is the challenger. All of this sounds pretty on brand for me. So... Not wrong, in my opinion. I don't really know the rest of what... 
There's so I'm many on this other things. website called the Enneagram Institute, and they actually go more into detail of like misidentifying. So like you can say like, so I got, I'm on like the five and then mm-hmm. I put in misidentifying fives and nines. And this says, um, so many nines mistakenly think they are fives. Typically the misidentification almost never happens the other way around, particularly if they're educated and intelligent. Nines have the most difficulty identifying which type they are because their sense of self is unidentified. Mode. Mode. Can you look up threes and twos? <laughs> my thing is, is that on this so pie chart, kind of makes sense. On my pie chart, like two doesn't is prom predominant, like a lot smaller than my three. Like six is higher. So I'm interested. Why? Okay. So huh. yours. Twos and threes. So you can also have what's called like a wing where like you could probably be like your main is a three, but you could be like a three wing two. Like there are some types of two uh, things that also package. Characteristics. Okay. Yes. Characteristics. Thank you. Okay. Confusion about wing versus dominant type is likely to be the problem. A two with a one wings most is unlikely to be mistyped as a three. A three with a four wing, unlikely to mis- be mistaken with a two. With the two wing three and the three wing two, however, personal charm and the desire to be liked and please others can make these types more difficult to distinguish. Confusion sometimes arises, for instance, because the word seductive has often been applied to type two, but clearly all types can be seductive in their whole way. Me? Me? It is important to distinguish how these two types seduce attention Mm. from others. Twos attempt to get others to like them by doing good things for them, focusing on the other person. Twos give the other person lots of appreciative attention. Um, threes get others to like them by developing the excellence of their own package. Three seldom lavish attention on the other. Rather, they're trying to be outstanding and irresistible that the other will want to focus all attention on them. Sure, sounds on brand. Yeah, so I would say you are a three-wing two or a two-wing three, however you want to identify yourself. This is crazy. This this yeah. whole concept is crazy, respectfully. Yeah. Well, I have to look up, like, my nine versus the five, because that was, like, a five and a two, or a five and a nine. I need to look. Oh, oh wait. No, they did say it, because it was, like... Mm-hmm. They said both nine, ways. Nines have a hard time identifying themselves, which, uh... True. But, okay, so with this... That kind of explains a lot about myself, honestly. But with yeah, this fun. whole Enneagram and, and whatever, social anxiety, whatever, a coping mechanism that we use, or one that I, I use multiple, I think I shove myself into online social situations to cope, but then I also go into my alone mode and kind of just sit, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, sit under my desk, my work desk, and uh, read books. And you kind of do the same thing, not the not the first part, the, the first part, no, oh, the, I, just the second part. I, basically, I bury myself in a book, or seven, <laughs> <laughs> or seven. We as we discussed yesterday, we are reading way too many books at the same time, and I learned, and like this is kind of common sense, but to me it wasn't. But I learned that not a lot of people can do that. 
I like know. read multiple books at the same time and i was just like I hey, interesting I like i get it but also books at a time. always at least five at a time guys yeah i just need to have a bunch of different stories flowing and then the good yeah. thing that i like about it is that if i'm vibing on a specific storyline or like a specific like genre which is another conversation i'll circle back to in a second i'll just stick with it and most times nine times out of ten I finished the book in that sitting. So. Yeah. I just, like, I'm in a lot of different kinds of moods. So I have to, like, read what I'm in the mood for. I agree. I agree. And um, what I learned is that I don't really know book genres. I learned that, like... I think the only book genre I know that I like for sure is historical fiction mm-hmm. because I, this sounds terrible and like, I hate saying this every single time I say it, but I enjoy reading like, um, the tattooist of, of Auschwitz. Great book. Um, my all time favorite book is called Canada, but it's spelled with a K. Um, they're all like historical fictional retellings of like events during that time um and i just enjoy those books they're super sad some of them are like um heartwarming but like most of them are sad but i just enjoy like reading like read uh like accounts like what what's the word like i just like reading different people's perspectives even if it's fictional um but then I just bought the after series that I have to read still. They're just sitting, staring at me on the shelf. Um, I have the What If series for Disney. I read the Mulan one. And the next one, I think, is going to be Hercules. Ooh, nice. Um, I do have on Prime Reading, which I learned yesterday, where you get free <laughs> books included with your Amazon Prime subscription. The Aladdin one was on there, so I downloaded that yesterday. Oh, I read that one. That's pretty good. So, that's what I'm going to read. I just, and I'm reading Harry Potter right now. So, I got a lot going on, but I usually, sometimes I want like a romance novel, and I just sit and vibe with the romance. Sometimes I'm like, let me crank out some Harry Potter. I think that my main problem that I'm having with Harry Potter is that I've read them. I've read the movies. I've watched the movies, so I know what's gonna happen. But there are things that I'm finding in the books that just don't happen in the movies, and I'm just like, why are y'all missing this opportunity? Mm-hmm. And then it just gets me mad. But is there a specific type of book that you cling towards, like in in moments where, like, there's like the your you time, my comfort level? Yeah, like. Yeah, just to help you kind of unwind, is there a specific type of book or do you just find that any book, if you if it's a good story, you can kind of just get behind? No, I definitely go toward chicklets is what we call them, which are rom-coms, basically. Oh, cute. I didn't know that that yeah. was a thing. Yep, chicklets. <laughs> um, so those are always a good time. Just any of those. A vibe with them. They're always pretty lighthearted for the most part. So, yeah. I mean, because that, that, that applies to like movies too. Like if I'm having like a tough time, it's either chicklets or <laughs> children's books. <laughs> Hate on me. Don't care. I like, what, what children's I books? <laughs> like, what do you? Sorry, I need a little more clarification. 
like I just finished reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid for like the 50th time. Oh, okay. I didn't know what kind of books we were talking about. Like that kind or like right now I'm listening to the Percy Jackson series. Okay, no know? one no um, one's going <laughs> to No one's going to judge you for that. My best friend um loves Percy Jackson, so. Yeah, I don't know. Just like I don't know. Like I said, I'm in the mood for it. Like, right now, I'm looking at my Goodreads of what I'm currently reading, and I have, like, a romance novel. I have a chiclet. I have Percy Jackson. I have a mystery book. I have, like, I don't even know what this genre is. That's another... what I'm saying. That I don't really know what the genres are, I don't think. It's, like, kind of... What is it? Okay, hold on. I have to look it up. Look it up, because I just don't... I just what don't know. Oh, like fantasy? Is that what yeah. it is? Uh, young adult fiction, fantasy fiction. I will say I do read a or I yeah, I guess we're still in young adult. I don't know what, at what point we hit adult. Like some of our romance novels are. No, yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, never mind. Well, yeah, but like I feel like they're still geared toward young adults. Nope, I do not. If I had a daughter, I did not want my 13-year-old daughter reading some of those books. <laughs> then they need to, like, change the, the age group, I think. Yeah. I think that that's what it is. See, this is why I don't know genres, because, like, some of these are some raunchy-ass books, and I'm like, bruh, I wouldn't yeah. be reading these, like, 10 oh, years and ago. I'm, and then I'm listening to Lord of the Rings, so, I mean, that's, like, fantasy. Oh, I need to read that. I need to read that. Um, I think that would make Jackson very happy. Uh, it's a very, it's a hefty read, he says. So. It's a very hefty read. I'm just listening to it, and even listening to it, I'm like, I've never I can't seen comprehend a book. Any of the movies. So I was like, I'm going to read the book before I watch the movie. And it's taken me a really long time. And I know everyone the on the movies internet are right very, now, the, the, everyone on the internet right now is probably like, do not have this person back on your podcast until she watches Lord of the Rings. But I just, I can't, okay, I don't know. But in their defense, or in your defense, I've only seen the movies like one full sitting. Like all of them one full sitting. And I literally yeah. cannot. They're so long. I think I would have more of appreciation if I read the book, though. I think I'd appreciate it more. Yeah. Like, maybe I wouldn't, but also maybe I would. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Yeah, so in regards to, like, what I, books I like, it's probably more young adult fiction, chiclets, children's book. I don't know. I really don't think Percy Jackson is a children's book. Like, is it? It really? kind of it is. When you, like, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, some of the writing, I'm like, there's, <laughs> this is so cheesy. <laughs> okay. I guess fair. I'm here right, for fair. it. That's fair. But some, some of our books, like, they're feel, so, like, Canada with K, I read in, like, middle school. Maybe there's a book called A Dog's Life. Also read that, I think, in middle school. Absolutely tragic. Maybe don't read that book. Um, but it's such a good book that, like, those are two titles that stick with me. The Lemony Snicket, like, Series of Unfortunate Events. Oh, I can, love like, those. I can blink and I'd be done with that book. You know what yes, I mean? Like, but, like, I love those. I think we're being a little aggressive with the term children's book. Children. I think it's just from our childhood. I guess so. I guess. 
Give me an adult scholastic book fair, though, respectfully. I guess they have yeah. normal book fairs, but, like, there's something more endearing about it being scholastic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. In, a li- in our local library, please set up a book fair <laughs> for adults. See, this is my problem. I don't even go out to the library. I have an online library card, an online app that has access to said books in the library, and I just read books that way. So... I'm interested. Nancy Drew. Sorry, that just popped in my head. Really into like I Nancy don't. Drew books. So I I'm wasn't. Going through my Goodreads right now. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I wasn't a Nancy Drew person. I actually was a Ramona. Love Ramona. Uh, yes. Person, but so I also good. was a terrible reader growing up. Absolutely terrible. Like this is my this is my come of age. Like I'm reading now, girl. Love it. You're for it. I have always been a reader. Like young kid, I like aspired to be Belle and have the library and I still to this day aspire to be Belle and have a huge ass library. I mean I'm sure you have a huge ass library of books you just don't have it organized in the way that Belle had it so. Yeah I mean I have like well okay hold on. <laughs> well right now I have a stack of books sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Well we'll pull this out. Ready? <laughs> Current reads. Oh, where the crowd odds sing. I read the book. Very good. Okay, hold on. Uh, In this whole pile, I have read one, two, three, four of these books. I'm currently reading one, two, three of these books. But here's a spot, a pile. Yeah, I just have these here, but I also have, you guys can't see, but I have an Ikea 3x3 shelf. Um... And it's not filled with books yet, so that's you what I'm to see. You will also notice that this pile is all chiclets, all of them, except for maybe where the crawdads sing and my Weather. mother, my grandmother, asking to tell you she's sorry. All of these are chiclets. Oh, Beautiful Wedding is very short. It is. I was yeah. supposed to read that before uh, Almost Beautiful, yeah. but... Uh... But then I also have two bookcases full of random books. And then I have an entire container of Nancy Drew books. So, yeah. And I have a bunch of books. Library. <laughs> I, um, this is what I'm doing now is I'm going to try to get every book that I want to read on digital. And then if I like the book enough, I will buy the physical copy. Yeah. So That's the after books, I, did, I didn't read them yet. I bought them as a physical copy. But the only reason yeah. why I did that is because I enjoy the movies and I know that the books are better than the movies. Yeah. So, and it was a really good deal on Amazon. It's it like was 25 really, bucks for five books. It was a very good deal on Amazon. Um, and yeah, I don't buy that. Like, Hating Game, I read um, digitally and I loved it so much that I went and bought the book. Because I was I like, want. I'm gonna read this again. That's what so, I want. This is probably my go-to right now for easy, fun chiclet read. Ten out of ten recommend. It's super. But cool. also, and there's a movie with Lucy Hale. Oh, we love Lucy Hale. Wait, I feel like I already watched that movie on Hulu. It's really. I cool. probably 150 percent already watched that movie because I watch everything Lucy Hale produces. Anyway, it's so cute. Um. <laughs> books i am interested to know anyone who's listening to this and has made it this far in this episode because it's been a little (laughs) bit of a whirlwind do you enjoy digital books audiobooks or physical books 
And what is like your go-to feel good book to read? One, so that I can look into it and probably read it. And two, I'm just interested in what titles people enjoy and what makes them and their heart happy. You know? Like, I'm interested. And um, uh, if you just have any other book recommendations. I do have good reads, so feel free to, you know, holla at your girl. I have good reads. You should add our good reads link on the thing. How do I do that? I'll well, you can, you yeah, 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 we can, we can add that as well. But thank you, Holly, for coming on this wild adventure with me. Always. We, we were coming in, we were strictly just going to talk about books today, and here we are, we talked about 10,000 other things. Yes, here for it. Um, I sent you my link to the Goodreads, follow me, fantabulous. so I can follow you. So, so we can be we can book friends. All share the love of the books i read a ton of chiclet books and i'm here for them so that's your spicy follow me <laughs> spicy follow me um i will plug her goodreads at uh in the descriptions but holly is there any you don't really have social media so that's okay but is there anything you want to plug or any um last minute pieces of advice that you would love to share nope <laughs> just keep reading people i don't know it's good i think reading is a great like therapeutic thing to do it is i love it that's probably what i'm gonna do when i hop off is just read just keep reading just keep reading um okay well if you made it this far in this episode thank you so much for tuning in if you are new here hi hello my name is stuffers um i record podcast. I do a lot of content creation. I am making my way to stream more video games. I think I will be either doing it on Twitch or I'm switching to YouTube. I really want to switch to YouTube. So if you're listening to this on YouTube or watching this on YouTube, uh, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. Wow, cute. I, I got like a cute like and subscribe moment there. Um, if you want to follow me on socials, I am Adventures with Stuffers on Instagram and TikTok. And now on Twitter, I am It's Stuffers. So Ooh, nice. I changed my handle, I-T-S-S-T-E-P-H-E-R-S. So go check me out there. It's also under this video. Most of the video had my old handle, but I've changed it now. So it should be correct. Um, I post a lot of things everywhere. So make sure to keep up with me. Check out my website, adventureswithstuffers.com. And I hope to see you on the next one. Holly, you're beautiful. I hope you all have a great day, night, evening, week. Uh, yeah, poop session, all the things. I, I missed doing my outro. So here we are. I hope you all have a good one. Bye.